Welcome to Feed Your Health, a weekly podcast with your host, Morgan Shepard, where we'll be taking a deep dive into the big dial movers of health, focusing on movement, nutrition, and stress management. You'll get tangible takeaways, tactical knowledge, and exclusive stories to inspire and empower you on your transformational health journey. Let's get thriving. Welcome to the podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about courage and support and how making change takes courage. You may want to start eating healthier, you may want to improve your nutrition, but the fear of what other people might do or say when they notice that you're trying to make a change can often hold people back. You might have people turn to you and be like, why are you eating that? What are you, a rabbit? One drink won't hurt, come on. You're no fun. Family members might criticize you when they start noticing any adjustments you're making to your meal Or like if you're the chef in the house and you adjust the dinner menu, they might be like, hey, I don't want to eat that. That's nasty. Who wants that? Um, No, thank you. And that sucks. You know, we live in a society that idolizes perfect fake bodies and it bashes people for trying to eat healthier when they're wanting to step away from the standard American diet of fast food and refined processed junk. Like there's so much peer pressure surrounding what we eat, what we look like, and what we are expected to do for fun. It's ridiculous. I often feel like family holidays are filled with people inappropriately commenting on your body or your appearance. And no wonder it makes it so hard for many people to change. Where is the support, the care, the lifting people up, and the encouragement? I know when I was starting out on my body transformation journey, I was so embarrassed. Like I worked at a bakery and I had to start saying no to free food, which my coworkers didn't understand at all. When I went to gatherings or events or whatever, parties, I would be the one bringing the healthier item because I knew that everything else would be full of fat, sugar, and highly processed ingredients that I was trying to limit. And so I brought the one thing that I knew I would be able to eat. I mean, honestly, now as a vegan, that's what I do anyways. But like, now I'm slightly more comfortable doing it. In the beginning, it just felt awkward. Like I was going to get some kind of comment of like, what is that? Ew. I remember when I started working out, I wore baggy clothes so that no one could see my body. And I jogged in areas where I knew there would be less people because I was so embarrassed that I would turn pink from my sweating and working out and huffing and puffing, and I just didn't want to be seen by other people. Why is it that when we're trying to do something good or healthy that we feel ashamed? We're trying to do things that are literally going to help us live longer, but we feel shame. We feel embarrassed. We almost sometimes feel guilty because we're making other people have to adjust to the changes that we're making. Have you ever felt like that? Have you ever felt like your family doesn't agree with the changes you're trying to implement in your life or that your coworkers at work are going to judge you because you brought in a salad or because you brought in a piece of protein, some rice and broccoli, and they're going to look at you and be like, wait, are you a, a Fitspo influencer? How rude is that? But at the same time, too many people are okay with the status quo and don't even realize how much better their bodies would feel if they actually made a change. Like, we eat way too much fast food, we live off the standard American diet, we don't move enough, we're extremely sedentary, and yet the people who are trying to be healthy are the ones that are ostracized? That's backwards. And oftentimes, in tightly knit families, we all sort of have the same behaviors. 
We all sort of make the same poor decisions together. One person's poor decisions are going to affect someone else in the family. And they'll probably make similar choices as well. You hope that if you make good changes, they'll rub up on your family members. But oftentimes, if they're not on board, you'll just revert to what you were doing in the first place. And I know this sounds like a very, like, not happy talk. But how do we handle it? How do we handle having family members and friends who are not on board with the changes we're making? And it can be challenging because we're struggling so hard ourselves to make changes and to go through the process of change that it's hard to get someone else on board with us. It's hard to show them that this change will also benefit them. Like, I'm just taking care of me. I can't also take care of you. But I think actually taking some extra time to help get your family on board will serve you. Help get your friends on board will serve you. It's going to be hard for sure. But look at it like at some point you sat down and you said, okay, what are the benefits of me making these changes? And you went through a pro con list and you thought about it. And then you began researching what changes you could make and how to make them and like how to create lasting habit change and those types of things. And you may have started already implementing things. And now you're suddenly having to deal with your family's rejection and reaction and objections to these new changes that you're making. So take that same rationalization of pros and cons and walk it through with your family member. Help them see how you making a change could benefit them. You know, if you eating healthier helps you lose weight, that's going to help them in the long run. But one of the things you have to realize is that, you know, and you may have figured this out on your own little journey, that people like immediate gratification. So find a way to talk about it, not from the perspective of long-term goals, but more of, well, if I do this today, then we could do this tomorrow. Or you can do this and I can do this. Or support me in this way and then I will show up for, you know, whatever you want to do kind of vibes. Find a source of immediate gratification for your family member so that they could get on board with it. You know, whether it's making your children eat their veggies so that they can have an extra hour of TV after dinner or things like that. I don't really like promoting reward system when it comes to veggies and food, but sometimes it helps. You can brainstorm some things, brainstorm some ideas. Definitely working on creating a support system at home to help you on this journey is incredibly helpful. Because a lot of times you're really struggling on this journey and you need someone to talk to. And, you know, you may not have the funds for a coach. You may not have friends who are on the same page as you. And if you have someone at home that is going through a similar thing or who can at least support you, then you will feel less alone. Outside of that, if you can't get support from family or friends, then find a support network of like-minded people who are trying to work towards similar goals as you. Because oftentimes when you put yourself in groups with other people who are working on the same thing, even if you're not on the same level, you can still get inspiration and motivation and empowerment from them because we all have this sense of community that we're doing something together for the greater good. One of the things that really helped for me was to focus on me and focus on living in my values. So I created a vision of the person that I wanted to become. How did they show up every day? What did they eat? What was their routine like? 
What were their workouts like? And how did they incorporate movement throughout their day? How did they talk to themselves? Positive, negative, what were they saying? What words did they use? How did they celebrate their wins? How did they overcome challenges? What strengths did they draw upon? I took the time to sit down and identify what these were, what I wanted my values to be. You know, and then in the beginning, you haven't yet started to live in alignment with your values. So it might be harder to identify them. For me, I knew I wanted to be someone who knew how to run. I wanted to be someone who felt good after eating, who used food as nourishment, not just comfort. I wanted to be able to move my body without feeling overly tired and exhausted. And I wanted to value my health and make it a priority in my life. So I worked on creating a life that supported that. Now, obviously, your values are going to be different than mine. But figuring out what they are is one of the first steps. Because then once you know what your values are, it's easier for you to try and get other people on board. And you can come at it from a better angle, grounded in this belief about what the future can hold if you live in this particular way. And if you're able to make these changes. So, like I said, it's easier if your family is on the same page as you or at least understands that how you adopting healthier behaviors is actually going to benefit them. So when I moved to California, I joined a run club and a triathlon club. Finding community is one of the biggest things that's going to help support you on this process. Because you can be inspired by each other. You can feel a sense of encouragement. You feel less alone, like you have someone to talk to who's gone through it or is going through the same struggles as you and can be empathetic to your situation. And this is another reason why I invest in coaches. I could do things on my own. I'm resourceful and smart and can usually figure things out. Having someone to talk to about things, to affirm that I'm on the right path, and to help me see my strengths when I feel like I've hit a wall is absolutely worth forking over a couple hundred dollars to. It helps me get to my goals faster. I know if I had had a support system when I first started this journey, it would not have taken me 10 years to get to the place that I am now. I would have been more efficient. I would have felt like I knew that the direction I was pursuing was the right one. I wouldn't feel like I was floundering and not knowing what the right step was. Having a coach or investing in a coach and having a sense of community helps you see where the path is. Having a coach and a sense of community helps you feel secure in the direction that you're going. The path is clear and you have a support system that gives you a sense of security. And that allows you to push you out of your comfort zone more than if you're doing it on your own. And I, I'm talking about not just fitness and nutrition, but also from my own business. Like I'm part of a couple business groups that I'm in and being a part of that community and having a coach in those situations has really helped me grow, has helped me find my voice and my messaging and figure out how to navigate this world without feeling like I'm overwhelmed or I don't know what I'm doing. So all this to say, reevaluate your support crew. Are your friends on board? Is your family on board? And what can you do to help get them there? Are you part of a greater community of people who have the same aspirations in you? Do you need to invest in something more? Can you create a community of people who will be there for you on this journey? Because doing things alone absolutely can work. But it's easier for you to find the courage to continue to move forward if you have people surrounding you, if you have people supporting you. 
whether that's a roommate, whether that's your neighbor, a coworker, having people to follow along with you, to join you, to support you, to encourage you, those are all extremely beneficial. I recently started going to a gym that's, I don't know, maybe like 40 minutes away from me. It's definitely not a gym that I can get to easily, but the sense of community that I get by going there is enough to make me want to make the drive. I've never felt so welcomed in a gym space before. These people cheer you on, they support whatever you're lifting, doesn't matter what level you're at, if you're a beginner, if you're not beginner, whatever. They're there because they all want to get better. There's no judgment, there's no bashing or negative talk. It's all about support and lifting people up. And I think that's so beneficial. I got that when I was part of my run club and my triathlon club in the very beginning. We all were part of this group that was trying to level up our health, trying to level up our performance. So, you know, not, not everybody has these things available to them. And maybe your group or your community is online. I know I've talked about trying to create my own community at some point, not sure what we're doing yet still, but we're figuring things out because I think it's really important to have spaces where we can be ourselves and we can have encouragement and we can have empowerment and we can feel like what we're doing matters and that we're not doing it alone and that we're pursuing the right path and have that support. I think you get a lot of courage from your support systems, which is why I grouped these two little topics together because yeah, you can have courage and you can do it alone and it is possible. It's just a lot harder. And it's like my business group. I have three three people that I make regular Zoom calls with and we talk about our business and what we're going through and obviously not sharing any confidential client information, but like talking about the struggles of marketing and trying to get the ideal person to come and work with us and trying to help people in the best way possible. We're there for each other. And that is something that is really hard to find if you're not willing to be open to finding it. You know, like people say, oh, it's really hard to make friends as an adult. And it absolutely is if you're at home and not doing anything. Get out there. Go meet people. Go on that bike ride that you're afraid to go on because you don't know anybody. Go put yourself in uncomfortable situations. That's how you find new people. That's how you find people who are just as passionate about the things that you're interested in. And I think that's one of the reasons why I stress finding movement that you love because usually when you find movement that you love, it's with a community. And I think that was one of the things that like really pushed my athletic performance goals forward was the realization that it was the community that helped me feel like this movement saved my life, changed my life. And, you know, I wanted to pursue the movement because I wanted to be a part of community. I go on weekly bike rides with tons of people who are amazing and we're all pushing different levels. And I might be the last person at the back of the pack, but like I'm still out there doing the thing and I still feel that sense of camaraderie. So find a community, build a community, be a part of a community in some capacity, some way that helps you feel like you're not alone. Because you're not, you know, there's tons of people out there who are going through the same situations that you're going through. Everybody's circumstances are slightly different, but in the process of trying to be a better person, we all sort of go through similar struggles. So you're not alone and, you know, we're here for you. Reach out, shoot me a DM, let's chat. All my socials are linked 
in the show notes. And I hope some of what I said today provided value in some way. I don't want my push for you to find support and community to make you feel less than because you don't have it yet. Because having been there before, I know that can feel really bad. And it is out there for you. You can find it. Whether that's just reaching out to someone on the internet or talking to your neighbor, co-worker, finding a local meetup group, whatever. There are people out there who are going through the same process as you. So that's all I got. Thanks so much for listening. Endlessly appreciative of all of my listeners. All the links are in the show notes. Check them out. Leave me a rating or review. And I'll catch you next week. Ciao. (laughs) 